We're here, we're near, and half of us are queer. <laughs> that half, Keith Carey. Half, you, I mean, I'm you... only half of a half, so it's like quarter. Uh, quarter? This, yeah, this, <laughs> this show is a quarter pound dudes with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you know, in, in Paris they call bisexuals royales with cum. <laughs> They dip their balls in mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, say the N-word. <laughs> oh, no, I've gone too far into the bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing John Travolta, which means I'm just going to stare at you and nod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get nominated for an Academy Award. I, I like, it, it is weird how much credit he gets for what it was not a lot of things he did to them. <laughs> Like, you he's know what it mostly is? Mostly just hanging out. He's just so good at being cool in that movie. And I know that doesn't seem like something that should nominate you for an Oscar. But, Tom, if I pointed a camera at you right now and was like, be funny, mm-hmm. you could do it no problem. Uh huh. If I pointed a camera at you and said, be like really serious and sad, you could probably pull that off. Mm-hmm. If I pointed a camera at you and said, be cool for like 90 continuous minutes, mm-hmm. you would catch on fire. <laughs> Oh, dude. And I'm not saying that about you. I'm saying that about anybody. It is so much harder to not seem like a dork on camera, dude. I I I, I I've nailed I've nailed cool. I've uh, on camera. I've nailed that's what people say about you, man. He's so cool. Oh, no one, no one. <laughs> the 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 levels of shock I received playing a cool guy on camera was really hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> when was this? Uh, this is like uh, this is when I was jun- junior college. Okay, that film acting class and shit. Uh, I played a sexy guy one time, and that <laughs> that blew some minds. <laughs> I I what is what is can I let's do inside the actor's yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'm James Lipton, mm-hmm. Tom Goss. Can I speak? A sexy guy. <laughs> oh, now? Now yeah, I have no yeah, that script. Was, I give you so much time while I set the bed up. I thought you would have figured that out. <laughs> well, look. Here's what I learned. Here's here's what I learned about playing sexy guy in that particular acting class. All I had to do was say the words quietly. Keep my eyes open. <laughs> I think you're mistaking that with your critically acclaimed role of a live guy. <laughs> no, dude. It was all just like. It, it it was all just eye contact, yeah. which is something I v- very much avoid. Well, as most chimpanzees do. <laughs> in real life. I remember talking to the girl, like, sorry, I hope I wasn't creepy. She was like, no, that was really hot. Nice. And she kind of like looked at me like I was going to do something. I was like, oh, cool, okay. Old <laughs> <laughs> Tommy G turns it on, turns it off. Yeah, man. Uh, you want to fuck him, you better fuck him before someone says cut or it's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. God, yeah. All right, I'll I'll be in my trailer working on my hockey board game. <laughs> I'll be googling Andre Vasilevsky's underlying puck numbers. <laughs> Let me know when you need me to be hot again. <laughs> and the camera's on. Ring a ding ding, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you're the nutty professor, but your magic potion is just attention. <laughs> It's really funny. Oh fuck! Yeah, no the the <laughs> I always I, yeah the, the when I when I did acting the scenes where I was supposed to like argue or fight with a woman, fucking could not figure out how to do that. Right. I think I'm just naturally trained to fold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
it's true. You can't you can't fucking direct the submissive out of top. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, like yelling at a dude, I can do, but I was just like this. I, I I've seen you argue with so many men. I can't think of a time I've seen you argue with a woman. I yeah. I, I mean, I really yeah. I don't. I don't. That, that fucking. It's crazy. Like. Like not even like yell yell right. like what the fu- like not that kind of I mean like like I think I've raised my voice maybe three times in relationships like right. r- like just to the point where like what are we doing right like that le- like <laughs> yes. I but I uh, yeah no in terms of like uh, dudes in the vicinity of them I've freaked the fuck out <laughs> dude I've I have the same problem that I want do you have this in relationships where it's like we're just both naturally loud dudes uh-huh. like there's a lot of bass in these fucking roles yes so sometimes I'm like I'm bass in the roles sometimes I'm like having an argument or like a disagreement <laughs> the Hawaiian bun story <laughs> I remember like a disagreement with like a lady and like it, like it happens with Jordan all the time. She'd be like, stop yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm not yelling. This is just the volume I exist at. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? But then you feel like an asshole because that's such a the, the worst thing you could tell a woman when she says stop doing that is I'm not doing that. Because then yeah. you're both a shitty boyfriend and kind of a dick nine year old. who's like, I'm not touching you. <laughs> yeah. Mo- most of most of like. It sounds like you guys are both doing the I'm not touching you, so you can guys fight b- both about the I'm not touching that instead of the actual thing. We, we which got is how most fight relationships. <laughs> we got to fight the other night, and we finally both admitted that we're kind of passive aggressive dicks when we're mad. <laughs> and it was maybe the most. Uh... This is such great headway for both of you. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe we had. <laughs> Holy shit, it's like, man. I knew, but I just needed to know that you know. Oh, man. I went, it's such a bummer. I t- you took down the confetti I was waiting for in this <laughs> moment. <laughs> the emotional growth confetti. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's honestly it's, great. It's, sometimes it's hard for me because she's like, you're being passive aggressive. Why would you do that? And I'm like, I don't know, man, because being passive aggressive is kind of how I pay our rent. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's hard to turn it off, which is not an excuse. Yeah. But it is hard for me to shift out of like, oh, what's the funniest dick thing I could say? And I'm like, oh, that's not a great thing to do to your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you guys fight the way caddy queens fight in a script. <laughs> we do argue like gay men. Yeah. 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 It's, <laughs> it's, well, that's like, a, that's like a, like, I applaud that level of growth from both of you. Right. Yeah. I honestly, like, Here's the thing, though, and this is probably going to be an unpopular take. I think that's a a good thing. Like the the starting, both of you starting at the passive aggressive level, right, is a good thing. Because I've been in relationships with many passive aggressive women, and what I do is be quiet and direct, right. And what that is is that's a responsible way to fight, but no one can like actually get the anger in- out. Y- yes. No one can engage that way when you're fighting the way a parent like talks down a kid. You're a hundred percent right. This is something we've talked about. Is like sometimes you want to fight, and like I think part of like my brain is always just sort of let's have a logical discussion about this and lay out the facts and come Mm -hmm. to a shared conclusion. And really, what it is is just like no, we just need to actually fight. Like yeah, we need to just verbally spar for like ten minutes. Yeah, and what I found is when you're so good at de-escalating that. You de-escalated, but whatever the root of that is still there. Yeah. 
And so, you know, it just, like, snowballs into, I guess, like, fucking a different dude or whatever. <laughs> like, there's, I'd, there's no... I'd, I'd way rather somebody just be a dick to me for ten minutes and then apologize and we're good than spend, like, an hour earnestly trying to tell me I'm wrong, like I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even... I don't, yeah. I don't even say I'm wrong. I, I tried... You know what it is? I ask questions. And questions usually usually do end up pointing to the logic that I'm seeing in your argument. Right. And what I found is nothing makes someone want to stab you more but feel like they have less of a right to than being able to, like, casually and calmly... <laughs> make them pick apart their own arguments. Yeah, doing fucking, uh, like, uh, you know, fucking relationship judo on them. Well, here's the thing, too, is, like, I, me and you have gotten in enough dumb fights over, like, real shit and also, like, stupid bullshit. Yeah. And I already know, like, the simmering rage that comes with, like, dunking on you for 20 minutes for being a dumb asshole and then realizing you were right the whole time. Uh-huh. If I did that and I was fucking you, I would never stop being furious. <laughs> I would just be a cartoon <laughs> rocket flying through the ceiling 24 hours a day. Yeah. Because no, nothing it's... makes you feel dumber than calling someone dumb and then realizing you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's all, you, you know what it is? Is it, I, I, I will never, like, I, I'm just not this guy. It would, it's almost like, have there been times where I've reacted pretty, pretty, uh, uh, like uh, uh, fucking yelled in in fights we've had. Yes. Yeah, I've 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 flipped out on you a little bit. A little bit. Um, I I showed my teeth. It was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I've never done that in a relationship like with a woman. Right. And I and I never will because I, what I've found is well, if you fought with a woman the way you fought with me, sometimes you'd go to prison. <laughs> oh, it's it's like it's it's and you you've seen you've seen it at maybe thirty percent. What right. is fucking like? I'm not physical, but. When the lid is off, it's fucking off. Right. Uh, but what that is, is it also kind of, like, it evens the playing field a little bit where we can both go, like, all right, I made some shitty points. You acted like the Tasmanian devil on a Coke vendor. <laughs> we both have shit to work on. And it kind of evens the playing field a, a little, little bit. bit right. <laughs> where I just will just kind of, like, Severus Snape my way through talking with a woman, and they fucking hate it. <laughs> I am the Alan Rickman of convincing women they're wrong. <laughs> are you mad at me or are you mad at your father? <laughs> <laughs> and I always feel bad. I feel bad, too, because in my head, I'm always like, well, now that we're Why on the... Why do you think I'm upset, Mr. Potter? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, you're good. Whenever we, I get to that point in a relationship where I'm like, okay, well, now that we understand each other better, I'm always like, well, now we can just move on from this, and it for sure won't come back anyway. We've logically guided through this weird <laughs> thing that you've been doing or this the thing that you are, this jealousy thing right. that you're doing or whatever the fuck it is. We've logicked our way through it. Why wouldn't it come back? And <laughs> I forget that, pe that people, uh, especially relationship, other people, have uh, this thing called emotions that don't just go away because you have a bulletproof arguments. Every every fight you have is like a Marvel movie where at the end it feels like, well, that was wrapped up pretty neatly, but then there's that credit scene <laughs> <laughs> where you see the simmering resentment over you not wanting to go where she wanted to go for dinner just burst its fist out of the ground. It's 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 like a uh, you seen iRobot? I have not. 
familiar um, enough. I yeah, heard. well, for the people who've seen iRobot, I feel like the way I've made Robot feel is the end of iRobot where Vicky is trying to destroy the world. It keeps going, my logic is undeniable. <laughs> And they're like, you're right. It's good logic. I don't give a fuck. I'm killing you. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's 100% right. <laughs> you do. When you get locked into the logic train, there's no shaking you out of it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I will listen to other like if if other logical explanations and stuff right. like I'm open. But if I'm in that mode, I don't want anything but another logical explanation. Right. Y- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, chicks love this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that, that, that's that's a little regressive, but the point you're making stands. Yeah, I mean, I think there's just people who are uh, feeling, people who are feeling a certain way. Right. They don't. They don't want to hear. Well, I don't. I don't understand the math. Yeah. And they're like, I'm fucking mad. I'm like, okay, could you explain why? Like, no. I'm like, oh, well, let's try to fix it. <laughs> Well, the problem is, like, that. I think that kind of brain and that ability to sort of, like, be the other half of, like, an argument who's, like, operating on logic more than emotion can be useful when it's, like, we need to accomplish a task. Yes. But sometimes, like, I'll bring that energy just into, like, a regular argument. Yes. And I'm like, well, we're talking about feelings. Why am I trying to be fucking Spock about this? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, which is, like, I also... I want to be clear. I'm not being like, no, chicks are so emotional. That, no, you do that's... the same shit with like just interpersonal, like yeah. male relationships as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is always, uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, so like... nobody get on your fucking rag about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you fucking take the tampons out of your ears and put them in your pussy? Okay. Yeah, I think it's also jarring for people because I come off. Like, just day-to-day, so goofy and just, like... Right. Even in the most morbid moments, very silly and... and yeah, you're uh, pretty fun, lighthearted y- guy. Yeah, yeah. It, or, you know, it's like a balance of that and then just random drops of trauma. <laughs> like, it's... Like, you know, and then I think it was like... I'm, <laughs> I think people get really confused, like, I'm feeling a thing, and I'm like, oh, well, don't. <laughs> Hey, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. What I do is when I'm going to feel stuff instead, I just get mad at me and I do 40 sets. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's called a bottle. Uh-oh, you got to put heart... it in the bottle and shake it all yeah. up and hope it doesn't come back ever. Yeah. And what you'll never do is freak out and punch a cop. <laughs> I'm doing great. No, your eyes are bleeding. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Oh, fuck. It's, it's, yeah, it's done. You've gotten better at that shit, though, in I've the past few years. It. It, like, you, you are not the emotionally repressed, tamped-down powder keg you once were. Like, you will actually talk about your feelings and your insecurities and shit. Like, at least just, like, like me and you talk about shit yeah. like in front of the house and stuff. Yeah, yeah no, I've definitely, I've gotten, I've gotten better at it. Yeah, I've definitely gotten better at it. It is a uh, like no one's perfect at it, but compared to you know, oh yeah, there's been vast improvement. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's been vast improvement. It's still, I wouldn't say it's a strength. No, but it's no longer what I would call a like near disability weakness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it there, like there was a good long while there where it felt like your fucking heart was in a wheelchair. Like <laughs> that's pretty funny. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, 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 I'll get there. It's also, yeah, it is also, and this is, this is not a true thing. This is just a me thing where it's just like it can be very hard. Like open, I don't know if you have this opening up to like a female friend, very easy. 
opening up in a relationship incredibly difficult. I'm I am like the exact opposite. Okay, I think most people are. Oh, maybe I'm I'm curious on that. I'm I'm actually curious to hear from people on this. Yeah, I'm curious. But too. like no, because I'm more like if I'm. If I'm if I'm connecting on like the romantic sexual whatever level, I'm much more comfortable like yeah, sort of like kind of unloading that shit or like kind of like opening up about that shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas with people who are just like friends or whatever, it's different if it's like a really close friend, like a you or like a Connor, or like mm-hmm. you know, like sort of our inner circle. But so like I'm very very hesitant to cross the bridge from casual acquaintance to like oh you're like a like I'm telling you homie shit yeah now you know what I mean like that is a really hard thing for me to get over like there's I feel like as I've gotten older that wall has almost gotten thicker where it's like ah you really got to fucking earn me telling you all the shit I'm insecure and feel weird about yeah see yeah it's an odd thing to say on a podcast but yeah dude this is like but even then i think that tracks across the podcast i'm not the most vulnerable guy on the podcast welcome to bro therapy man yeah yeah <laughs> uh uh yeah no i if there is someone i'm like i'm not probably i'm gonna see you maybe once every three months for a couple of years that should very easy for me to open up about shit right if I if I'm like going to if I'm living with you, a lot of walls are going to be up for a while. <laughs> that that is such an interesting kind of reversal that uh, you, your brain does. Compared, yeah, compared yeah. I, and I I don't. And I don't I, think one's right or wrong. It's just interesting that we kind of. Uh, oh, I think it's definitely is definitely like what you're talking about is definitely the much healthier. No, uh, for sure. Smarter, I, I do yeah. actually think there one is right and one is wrong. I, I do seemed, too. But that seemed like a cool, sensitive, uh, listening guy thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I appreciate your, uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate your pandering, but it's unnecessary right there you now. Go. Here, here, here's an emotional growth cookie. Yeah. <laughs> you got to balance it on your nose. <laughs> We're going to put your boundaries on the fridge. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get a bumper sticker for the car I don't have. <laughs> My son was not an honor student, did not finish high school, but he did talk about a feeling recently. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty funny. I don't know. There's something about someone. It like it's one or the other. You either get to see my fears or my dick. You don't get to see both. <laughs> see, I feel like once I've showed you the dick, that's like. Me fucking you is really the best thing I have to offer to a person. So then I'm like, well, now here's everything that comes along with that. You want to go again? Yeah. 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 No, I, I think what I do is called unhealthy compartmentalization. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> the devil's waffle. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, just to just flip switch gears a little bit. Oh yeah, let's let's flip a rooney. Do we yeah. have highs and lows? I, I definitely I definitely have a low. Okay. A low for y'all. And it's not that bad, but like, okay. So last night I was trying to make a sandwich. All right, so good start. Okay. I'm cutting bread. <laughs> I, I just want to tell you right now, wherever this goes, the fact that it contains the phrase, I was trying to make a sandwich, <laughs> is very funny to me. I attempted a sandwich. <laughs> I, I did attempt a sandwich. Yeah. Got one slice of bread. Everything's all groovy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Phase one, success. Phase one, repeat. One B, I'm cutting the bread. And I, the knife slip. I'm trying to like get enough. I'm not using a bread You're cutting knife. Cutting bread? 
Yeah. You don't have like sliced bread? My you know, dad they make that. My dad makes bread. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's really it's like way better than anything you're gonna get. I at just the store. assumed your mom was buying some weird hippy dippy, like it costs nineteen dollars from Whole Foods and it's an uncut loaf. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is we I think we spend like five cents a loaf on bread because okay. yeah, it's it's No, it's I'm sure it's good bread. It's really good. And the knife slips and I fucking you can't see how deep it is. But I do some major fucking damage on my finger. Yeah, you've got a fucking full-on battle scar there. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna leave a scar, and I just I fucking yeah, it's uh like any any <laughs> of more... all the physical violence that you've been involved in, and just like general like crazy activity, the fact that you're gonna get a big scar from trying to make a sandwich—it's the fattest way to it's, hurt yourself. It's making a sandwich, a job so easy that it's like the lowest of <laughs> the low-paying it's, jobs. It's its yeah. a job you insult people by saying they could barely do. It's like if someone you if... couldn't even <laughs> freelance as a sandwich artist. <laughs> It is like the level of like, and I I, I told a friend, and, and she was like, ah, you're, you're, it definitely's gonna leave a scar because right. she saw it fresh. Like I don't know, uh, a lot of girls like scars. I'm like, not from this, not from making a sandwich. Like right. no 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 woman is turned on by a sandwich scar on your knuckles. <laughs> it's like Mr. Hook, where how'd you lose your hand? And he's like, I try to eat a pie. Yeah. If that woman is like the man burglar, maybe. <laughs> also, did you just call him Mr. Hook? Yes. <laughs> it's Captain Hook. It's Mr. Demi. He got demoted after Peter Pan grew up. He did <laughs> None of that tracks. Uh, well, I mean, well, what's your plan? Are you going to tell people the truth about the scar? Or are you going to make up a cover story? Uh, I, I, I'm usually, I usually tell the truth to a fault. Yeah, but have you considered that lying makes you rad? <laughs> well, now that you mention it, yeah. we should just delete the last five minutes of the yeah. podcast. So anyway, I was arguing with this arguing. <laughs> I was, I was, I was arguing about, with the sandwich. I was about to say I was arguing with this puma, and what I meant was wrestling. I don't know why I said arguing. <laughs> puma, why are you so emotional? Use Let's your logically logic. break this down. Yes, it's just clawing your fucking face. Attacking me won't make your parents love you. Yeah. This feels like a manifestation <laughs> of your PTSD, Mr. Puma. <laughs> but yeah, no, I cut pretty deep, but that I'm glad sucks. I didn't put any more force into it. Because... What was, so this was just cutting bread, so there were no condiments on the fucking knife. Yeah, it was just just I just want to make sure you weren't going to die of, like, you're going to be the only guy who gets, like, mustard blood poisoning <laughs> or something. I got AIDS from mustard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, Mr. and Mrs. Goss, we, there's no easy way to say this. Your son has stage four Dijonitis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> barbecue. <it> and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's how the people turn ketchup into barbecue sauce. A little bit of molasses, some brown sugar, and AIDS. <laughs> Sweet baby raids. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it is kind of embarrassing to almost chop off your finger making a sandwich. It's it's not ideal. Although I burned my hand so hard, I had to like tape an ice pack to it the other day because I made a f I cooked a lean cuisine for too long. <laughs> And I just, I didn't think about, oh, that's been in a microwave for five minutes. This is going to be scorcho hot. And then I just fucking singed my fingers like I was fucking Kevin Spacey in the beginning of seven. So funny. It's so, it's so funny because if you burn yourself bad enough, 
that makes you unable to get drafted. Not not having to get drafted to the future war because you couldn't handle a lean cuisine you know is almost say- as funny as almost cutting off the tip of your finger picking a sandwich. Look, I ate the lean cuisine because I thought it would be good for my health. Now, did I think the way that would manifest is in keeping me from having to go to Ukraine to get shot in the face? <laughs> no. But, you know, take those silver linings when they burn your fat shit hands. <laughs> Fuck, do you have a high, or is that just all that happened to this? I, it's, I, think, I think the high, honestly, was uh, we, we haven't done a show uh, together for a while. We got to do a show together last night. Yeah, that's what, we did a couple shows together this week. We did oh, the that's other right. We did, we, yeah, we did the same event, yeah. Yeah, we did, we did a show at a place called Old World Village in Huntington Beach, which is, uh, I think we've talked about on the podcast. I think before, so. Either here or on Meme Boys. But for anybody who's not from California, basically, it's, it's a tiny little, like, miniature Germany in Huntington Beach. Uh, and I said this on stage, but it's like Huntington Beach is a very, very white place as yes. it is. You may recognize Huntington Beach from trending on Twitter for some pretty not dope reasons throughout the pandemic. Yeah, The real Germany has more minorities than Huntington Beach. <laughs> yeah, we elected Tito Ortiz and uh, made masks punishable by getting kicked to death. That's basically <laughs> what Huntington Beach yeah. is. And it was like, oh, that's not white enough. We have to build a small Germany in the middle. Uh, but here's the thing about Old World is like, uh, Huntington Beach is kind of like if a Klan rally didn't have Rose, but ha- did have a lot of Four Loco. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what if wine moms were in the Confederacy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they burn a cross, but it's actually a cursive T on one of those <laughs> live, laugh, love <laughs> fucking signs. <laughs> but fucking, I, I was talking to Tom before the show, and I like had this idea for like a Nazi riff or whatever about the room. I'm just joking. He's like... Because uh, you've done the room more than I have, yeah. And you're like, people do not respond well. To I did that. it. I did it once, and it get, the, the room got very uncomfortable. Which mostly because there's a lot of photos of eagles behind you as you perform, and I thought that was worth <laughs> riffing on. And look, this is a place where Nazis have been known to hang out in Orange County, but that's not the bartender's fault. It's not this audience's fault. They're all fine people. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of them. So I was like, so I did the first show, and I was like, I'm not even going to reference Hitler. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to do it. And the first show we did, they did a foam noodle uh, lightsaber fight before the show. Uh huh. I am seeing that. But the 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 second show they did, they had a fake mustache contest. <laughs> yes. Now, if you want me to not talk about Hitler, <laughs> don't decorate your room like old timey Germany and have men in mustaches stand in front of a literal beer hall <laughs> <laughs> and explain why they are superior. <laughs> Well, there were women who did it, too. Oh, okay, fine. Hitler her. Like, what do you want? Hit, hit, hit her? <laughs> Listen up, fellas. It's hit her. It's Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Slay six million, queen. That is, that is, uh, that is. I, I'm bringing in my secret police, the yes, yes. <laughs> That's always my favorite. My favorite demographic of bigot is the white power feminist woman. <laughs> <laughs> The lady who's like your body, my choice. Yeah, yeah. We should be able to lynch people too. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I. That's so funny. <laughs> the, the the woke clan member. All these Latinx people need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh shit! But no, it was fun. It's fun. I, I love doing shows with you because I feel like we're both. It, like not in like a like oh I gotta beat Tom way, but it's always I always feel like I want to step my game up more when you're there. Yeah, because I'm like, I well, these that. people will laugh at me. They're fucking people who go to shows. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. But I'm like, I just want to impress fucking Sensei Tom. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm always like, logically, let's break down why this is a bad boy. 
everybody. No, I enjoy. You, you know what's been really, what what's been nice is because I've been doing. <coughs> you've just been working on other like non stand up comedy shit. Right. I've been doing more stand up than you lately. Yeah, and I I mean I've been getting up. Getting up a lot, uh, you know, like uh, you know, seven to ten times a week, and it has been nice to be able to like just because the beginning of COVID, everything we did was together. Right. It's it's been nice to just kind of like explore on my own, and we We're also in an open relationship now. <laughs> yeah, well, we talk we talk to each other so much, and we express so many opinions that we also end up. Writing the amount the of times bits. where I'm like, can I run something by you? And the other person's been like, I, I, I'm working on the same thing. <laughs> right. No, it's it's fucked up. And it's been really good for me, at least from like a writing perspective, to get the fuck away from <laughs> you. <can> you. <laughs> you to work on my own shit without us having to talk to each other all the time and being around other voices and coming back. 100%. And then being like, yay, now I get to see Keith talk yeah. about how much he loves Disneyland. And he gets yeah. to talk about me. Talk to, do you hear me talk about Ukrainian teeth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to the listening audience, have you noticed that since Tom started doing more stand-up away from me, the show actually got tolerable? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when this show was a pile of shit for like six months? That's because we didn't have any plans. <laughs> What's your high and low? Well, both are I talked to a lot this last week. Yeah. My high is all the stuff. I don't know. We watched a good hockey game together, and my low is we watched a boring one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I have I have an interesting low uh, uh-huh. to bring to the table. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody where they have like yes. a okay okay <laughs> already you're alive no <laughs> where they have like a a spiritual belief or some sort of belief beyond like the pure like just, uh, whether it's spiritual or like philosophical or ethical or whatever. That is so hard for you to wrap your mind around that even though it doesn't seem big, it you feel like it's going to become a big problem eventually. I think does, more people have had this with me, but yeah, I mean, yes, people. I've I dated someone who, like, it's one thing to believe in astrology and like look it up. It's another for it to like guide your choices, right? Uh, so I've had that. So Jordan works at a crystal shop. Yes. And like I look, I the crystal thing, I don't personally like buy into it, but I also don't care if you're like, oh, this crystal makes me reduces anxiety levels or helps with my blood fucking flow or whatever. Like, sure, put it under your pillow. I don't I'll Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other day I come home and she's like, You gotta promise you can only make fun of me some for this. And I was like, well, I'm not going to agree that's to a, that. That's a bad start. Well, yeah, I was the like, bargaining a- amount is some. I was like, I'm not agreeing to that until you tell me what it is. And what she does, she goes, I bought a divining rock. And I go, what is that? And she's like, it's like a rock on a, sh- a string. And she pulls out, it's like it's a little triangle crystal. And she's like, you ask it questions. And it turns one way for yes, another way for no. Yeah. And we used to use a thing like this on the ghost tours at the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh where like it, it just it takes little micro vibrations from your hand and you can convince yourself that it means whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like it's you create your own dialogue with the rock. It's going to move one way yeah, or the other. Yeah, yeah. But it was this I kind of the, rocks all the time. Like, I, well, I made fun of her for a little bit and then I'm like, I need to be very clear about our relationship. If you want to believe that the rock is magic, uh, that's totally fine, I guess. If at any point a choice is made that impacts my life in any way because you asked a rock, <laughs> I don't know if I can fucking hang with that. <laughs> I will, if we have children, I will not be raising them as rock believers. Actually, this is how the Capitol ended up getting stormed. Uh, <laughs> Somebody had a rock in a noose. <laughs> 
Should we kill Mike Pence? Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Fucking get him! (laughs) So fucking But I was just like, I'm... And I I cleared that I could talk about this on the podcast. Because she talked about it on fucking Podvant Guard. And she was like saying like, yeah, he doesn't believe in the divining rock, and he doesn't believe in ghosts. And I guess she went, the thing she said, she goes, sometimes I want to ask him, what do you believe in? And I told her today, I'm like, a lot of stuff that's not asking rocks questions. I believe in so many things. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that attitude. I, be- I believe in the the inherent goodness of people, and I believe in, I don't know, America theoretically at some point. Uh, I you believe, believe in a lot more than me already. I believe in friendship. I believe in love. I do not believe that a rock that you bought from yourself <laughs> has, has, has any more wisdom than you do. I don't think the rock knows anything you don't. Maybe it's the thing. The thing had wis- wisdom. The thing was a guy. It was a rock guy. But it was a it was a rock guy. guy. No, but it was a it was a guy first. Uh-huh. Who then became as rock. Maybe the rock used to be a guy. I mean, that's a small guy. Well, yeah. The thing also could talk. Get soaking the rock. The thing also didn't believe in magic rocks. The thing was Jewish. Like um he was. No, I'm trying to think if there's any magic rocks in Judaism, and I can't think of it. I mean, I guess the Ten Commandments. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah that was, that was written I mean, on a rock. I mean, a big tenet, though, of the Old Testament is if you talk to any rocks that aren't me, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> that was God's whole deal. Because <laughs> Moses went up there and got the Ten Commandments, and he came back down, and they were like, Moses was gone for three days. We built a big gold cow, and we're fucking on it. Because that's our new God. <laughs> and he just went, you fucking dicks. <laughs> and he fucking t- through the Ten Commandments. God and me wrote these special rules for you, and we were so excited. And then we come back, and you're having a blood orgy on your big gold cow. Eat my fucking shit. It's the maddest anyone has ever been in sandals. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Did you? Well, that's true. I know you. <laughs> I've watched you plan, like, not seriously, but I have watched you mull over, like, Potentially murdering somebody <laughs> while wearing flip flops. Yeah, they, they were asking for it. No, look, I wasn't gonna let you do it, but I was gonna let you talk about it. I mean, look, if I actually was gonna do it, how would you stop me? I mean, <laughs> that's a fair point. What, what, what would you do? Steal my car and drive away with it? <laughs> you are the thing. If he just didn't turn into rocks, but was just as tortured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't actually gonna kill anybody. Yeah. Just to be clear. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. You, you, yeah, I like. I gotta, I gotta be real. I don't, I don't. I is it's uh. I don't know where you go from here. I, I don't know where you guys go from here, man. I, I, fucking... I, mean, I mean, and look, here's the thing. I want to be clear. Just I'm I'm exaggerating for comedic effect. It's not like she's built an altar. She's going to turn it into a necklace. And she just her thing is she likes using it more as a fidget spinner. And like, uh, you know, it's like a kind of anxiety. Rules. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. And if you want to just on your own time, ask the rock stuff. Uh-huh. But I don't. I, I just. I don't know if I can live with a world where she's like, we should. We should. Uh, you know, take the four hundred five instead of the one ten because the rock said there's less traffic. This. 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 And look. The, 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 I, wouldn't, what I wouldn't be okay if you had to make life decisions by asking the rock the guy, like right. the wrestler, let alone the rock a rock. Yeah. Here's here's where I see this going. 
from from here out, your sex life is mostly going to be related to talking to a rock. No, it most certainly will not be. Because <laughs> I think that, like, if that's the case, the rock is going to be saying, not tonight, I have a headache a lot. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't think The Rock... I feel bad, because I don't think she's like making The Rock a serious part of her spirituality, but I think she seemed surprised that, that I couldn't get on board with it. That's weird. And I, and I even told her, I'm like, I love you too much to lie to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm not a good enough facial liar to lie to you about this. Uh-huh. And she wasn't mad at me. Like That's not what we fought about. I realized we started this episode talking about fighting. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I realized that people are probably trying to put two and two together. But like, did they get like an earth-shattering argument over a rock? It is funny to hear the image of Jordan going, rock, is Keith passive-aggressive? <laughs> I'm going to end up like dying. I'm going to trip on this rock and fall down the stairs. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 I mean, which would be a funny way to die. Right. Yeah. The divine rock murdered me. You know what'd be funny is I should I should take the rock at some point and hide it, and then make her buy another rock to help her find the first rock. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If the rock, if that other rock works, then I will re- recant my anti-rock stance. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? Like, there's different. There's different. So the rock that, that's a different brand. Yeah. It, it, the, you know what's more concerning to me is if. When someone gets an animal and they talk to it when there are other people around. I, I mean, talk to it in what way? Like, okay, so when I say talk to it, I don't mean like, you're a good boy, or, or yo, you got... St-. I mean, like, like when I'm alone with the animals, I'll just fucking have a conversation with them. Sure. I'm like, what do you think of the Rangers' power play, Luna? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and they just like... Shit's on the floor, that's right! Yeah, 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 no, like... That is that is that to me is the lie. Like, if she gets an animal and then she's talking to the animal more than she's talking to you, that's a side that it's it's it, it it's a very bad omen. I mean, I'll offload all rock related discussions to an animal. I mean, that, if we buy a lizard for her to tell about the rock. Like lizards love rocks. They that, have they have a whole <laughs> thing going there. That actually, this could be the gateway to getting a pet eventually. Like I'll get a I'll get a bird if you talk to the bird instead of the yeah, rock. Yeah, like that's a b conversation. See you fucking later. Uh, <laughs> is it because you don't think rocks have souls? They don't. How do you know? I mean, I you know what? That's true. Actually, I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 equally silly for me to say empirically. Rocks have no souls, and the rock has no magic. Uh huh. I mean, I think I have probably a better argument if we were to like take it to court. But I mean, I think magic. Maybe some rocks have magic. Yeah, I, I mean, just like don't crack. Think... What's that? Like crack. Yeah, that's. I would say that's a power. Yeah, salt. Salt kills people. That's true. That's a magic rock. Okay, I don't. I don't like your powers are. They can like, kill you. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. any rock can kill a person if you throw it at them hard enough. Yeah. I mean, gold would be difficult just because it's malleable. I mean, I don't know if you spend it on like a drone. <laughs> that's, that's, that would, I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's a real gift of the magic. <laughs> yeah. Rocks power our phones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rocks are pretty cool. <laughs> that is that is kind of funny. Is I don't trust her rock to answer questions yet. If I need an answer to anything, I will pick up this rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Jordan's. I'm like, I, you know what? I don't. I'm what, on, I, yeah. I hate this. I knew you this was gonna. Me. I knew this was gonna fucking happen. Where you were gonna start being like, "That's insane," and then be like, "No, oh, you got your Grinch face on." Yeah, the batteries are powered by lithium. Is a kind of rock. I assume that's what you meant. 
by our phones are powered by rocks. Yeah, batteries. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what uh, I'm trying to think. What else is lithium a rock? I mean, it's a mineral. Okay. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not challenging. I just don't know shit about fuck. It's either a mineral or like yeah. It's it's it is weird because I've I've lithium was one of the few meds I refuse, uh-huh. and I'm like. The, you want me to take a thing that is like it's a you want me to eat a battery like right. what the, which is the wrong reason to refuse a bed. But I was just like, well, it's like I'm trying to stop my life and that shit will just make me keep going and going. And going. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I don't want any psych med that's so bad or like not bad. That's so gnarly that Kurt Cobain wrote a song about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's it's a uh, uh, but yeah, that was like. That was like the only one I ever refused. And what's funny about that is they put me on such more hardcore meds yeah. instead. <laughs> like no lithium. All right, we're just gonna shoot you with like what they use to slow down fucking NASCARs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 okay, okay, Chevron car, take your pills. Yeah. Num 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 num. <laughs> You wrap it in a piece of cheese and shove it in the gas tank. <laughs> Catches the car on fire. Uh, but your mental health's better. <laughs> now I'm just very aware that I'm on fire. <laughs> Chevron on Tech Run only helps if you have a clear mental health. <laughs> just never not screaming. <laughs> oh, fuck. But yeah, that's that's my low of the week. And I feel bad because like, I don't, I don't want to bum her out. And I'm trying not to like dunk on it too hard, but... Um, but it's also fucking stupid. <laughs> I love her. She's not stupid. Yeah, yeah. She's also like, here's the thing. I know that she is into like weird woo-woo, like astrology, spiritual Ouija board. I'm glad you figured that the out. Fuckery. No, I, well, I'm making a point. Like, I've always known that. And, like, I, we have a good relationship about it where it's like she knows I think it's kind of silly, but like I also respect that she actually believes in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just hard when you're watching someone you love talk to a rock. <laughs> that's that's where it starts to round a corner a little bit. Yeah, I think you should get her a dog. Yeah. Now that I don't live with you guys, I think it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look at, at a lot of our relationship is just for showing me pictures of other dogs. So at least we can just look at this dog. Oh, I don't think that's gonna stop. No, I know. <laughs> well, what should we do? Showing pictures of the dog to the dog. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> Talks like the rock should have warned me. Uh, my fucking my high is is a potential high. This is such a dumb thing. I have like a weird schedule where I have to like do a show in L.A. tomorrow. And then like the next morning I have to go way the fuck up to see me to go to Kyle's house to do this is red. Oh, nice. Uh, so I'm thinking about doing like a weird fucking one man staycation and just getting a hotel room in L.A. Oh, OK. And just being like, I'm going on a little one day business trip for just me. <laughs> That's br- that's fun. That just seems fun. I'm like, I'm just gonna go drink like a bottle of whiskey by a swimming pool. Yeah, that is that that is fun. Just fucking turn my phone off for two hours. Yeah, I love. I do. I do think it's funny. They're like up in L. A. This is still L. A. But I also know exactly what you mean. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's L. A. And then it's like fucking see me on top of that. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, so yeah. To, so like to come back. This is so fucking boring to people. But to come back, like I'd be home tomorrow night at like okay, like midnight probably, and then I have to be up at like seven a.m. to fucking go take the train up to see me. You should ask the Rock if it's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll see if the Rock is oh. into it. Okay, Mr. Mineral, what is, should I have a staycation? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, that's about it for highs and lows. Do we want to uh, check out the mailbag? Yeah, let's do let's, it. Uh, let's fucking mailbag it up. Also, a uh, quick plug, uh, patreon.com slash this is not a show. $5 a month gets you a bonus episode every fucking week. Uh, let's see what we got in the fucking bag. Wow, that's almost twice a week. Yeah. Zach, <laughs> <laughs> Zach Kowalski says, uh, what's your guys' go-to road trip and airport snacks? Ooh. Yeah, I'm curious where you land on this. Well, I, I do fuck with the sour Skittle for the airport. I don't like eating at an airport. Really? I don't like eating at an airport because here's what's going to happen is like, oh, cool. Now I have to take a shit and I'm on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. You know, um, or I'm like eating like something like just salty and bullshit. And I'm like, well, now I'm just like I have like chip fatigue and I'm in an airplane. I don't know. I just want to like drink water and coffee and just fucking kind of chill. Like I'll eat on an airplane if like there's actual food, but that barely happens anymore. Right. Yeah, no, I like I like a, a, a small candy <coughs> for the air, like sour Skittles right. for the airplane. Um, uh, yeah. Now road trip, road trip, anything. Yeah, a road trip, it's game on. You know what's funny though? I'd rather take a shit on a plane than a fucking gas station bathroom in like. T- Taft. That's a, that's an insane take. D- look, you know what they don't allow in the plane bathroom? Right. Knives. You know what I'm going to find in the bathroom? You're not going to get stabbed in the bathroom. I, yeah, but I might near the bathroom. I guess. I don't yeah, I, I don't really want to shit either of those places. I can't shit on an airplane because it's just too much of like, oh, they all know I shit and someone's going to have to go in there and it's right by someone's seat. Yeah, I've I've never I've never cared. I, 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 it's, it's like the, what, the last hurdle of true rudeness that I can't get over. I don't, I don't think, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's rude at all. Look, I've sat next to the bathroom too many times to give a shit about the shit I take. You know what? You know what's fucked up though. I will take a shit on a Greyhound bus. That's that. <laughs> I know I, that I, I wouldn't do. There's no internal logic to what I'm that, saying. That that makes no sense. I think at somehow all. it's just if I'm on a Greyhound bus, it's like we all deserve this. Yeah, yeah. And nobody else has any qualms about shitting on the bus. Yeah. But somehow with a plane, it's like we're in the sky. We're defying God's will. This feels like a, not a place I should fucking defile with my butt. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I, you, you never have the urge to take an ick shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I dumped too close to the sun. Yeah. On uh, seat covers of wax. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> no, I've done, like, I've done it. I'll do it if it's like a full emergency, but like... I also... My, my back... I'll oh, shit at an airport. Like, I'll take ripper shits at an airport. I'd rather do it on the plane. I also, in terms of people knowing whether or not I take a shit, my back hurts a lot of times on planes, so I will what end up doing a lot of time. Go to the bathroom, lock the door, and I'll just stand there for a while so that I'm not right. putting pressure on my back just because, like, it, my back fucking hurts. That makes sense. It's not that I care that they so know. So people think I take, like, 12 shits a plane. <laughs> <laughs> you do look like a guy who'd poop like either not enough or way too much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had looks for like again. <laughs> but it's, it's not so much that I'm like they're like it's not a social thing. They're like he's pooping. Gross. Like I don't care about that. I just don't want to shit stink up the fucking two rows of the plane next to the bathroom. Yeah. but Or the I, next guy who's got to go in there. The, I mean, the or ne- God forbid a lady. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's 
I feel like it's pretty well ventilated. Yeah, I'm. I again, I'm. I don't. I know it's ridiculous because I'll shit at a Starbucks. Yeah, I'll shit at, at other places. There's no logic, but somehow my brain won't let me get over that. Right. You know, and it's. I. I. I know. You know, fa- your very logic brain and facts don't care about my feelings, but mm-hmm. this is just where I'm at. Hmm. So the answer for <laughs> snacks is <laughs> none. And here's a ten minute dissertation on public shitting. Yeah. No, no road trip snacks, I uh I fuck I always want to get like fucking whatever like the weird regional fast food is. Okay, yeah, that's um it one like quick gas station. Protein cookie, the Larry and David or those whatever. Are, even aside from being like a healthier alternative, just really fucking good. Yeah, those those are a go to go uh, go to for me, especially the Snickerdoodle one. If I'm doing candy, I'll, I'll do like a payday. Uh, I usually do a zero bar. Maybe the most underrated of That's all the, the candies. Tom ass choice of candy <laughs> bar. So of course, you're the one guy in a. How many zero bars do you think they sold in 2021? And how many of like what percentage was to you? I was pro- I probably was like I don't know at least nine percent of all just, sales I, in the I, United States. I think you're at least on the board of directors for Zero Incorporated. Dude, I should buy stock in zero bars. <laughs> That's so funny. You're so the Elon cute. Musk of candy that was kind of popular in like 1962. I, I I don't even know when they came to be. I don't I either. Ju- I made that. I, I just that my ass. I here's what I know. Two things. One, they're delicious. Two, they hurt my teeth. And three, they're so good I don't care. If I'm doing a chip, I go for a bugle. I like a bugle. I'm not a huge bugle guy. If I'm doing a chip. I don't. Chips are hard to eat while driving. I that's why I usually do nuts. Yeah, see, I don't drive, hard. so it's, yeah, I'm I'm, I, I'm riding shotgun. I try to go foods that are easy to eat while driving. The zero uh, candy bar was introduced in 1920. Whoa! Yeah, that's that. That makes <laughs> you it. Say a, that's almost 1921. I'm gonna throw you out of an airplane. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say that they should have called it a 20 bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hang on. Which is worse. <laughs> In October 22 or October 2020, Link Neal and Rhett McLaughlin of Good Mythical Morning, which I think is like a podcast. Let me look. It's an American. It's like a YouTube series. Okay. Uh, deemed the Zero Bar the quote worst candy bar in <laughs> the world in no. a multi-day bracketed review of several different candy bars. That's fucking no. crazy. No, boo. <laughs> fucking boo. Who are these people? What's what up? is it called? <laughs> Where do they live? <laughs> this is the murder Tom is planning. Good mythical morning. Go talk to your fucking rock. Rhett, Mc- <laughs> <laughs> Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal. I don't know who either of these people are. Oh, that actually, we should do, we should, on the show, I know we always pitch different things. Yeah. We should get me, you, and Jordan and and do uh, uh, do an actual bracket of eight, that maybe not candy bars because that's what they did, whether it be chips or whatever, and then that the, instead of the, that way, there are three judges and actually see who <laughs> the su- the supremi the supremi supremi <laughs> item. I mean, look, I would I would be happy for the three of us to sit down and do Ian Carmel's podcast. <laughs> is that what his podcast? I think all is? fantasy everything is like this exact plot, mm. but also I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Fucking sue me? I don't care like, about. I, I already look like a shittier version of him. Why not record a shittier version of his show? Yeah, I don't care about Arnold Toffee or whoever you've just mentioned. <laughs> God, I love Ian Carmel so much, but what a great name for a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold. 
Uncle Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I know who Ian Carmel is to the listening audience. I, I just, I just be disrespected. Uh, all right. Uh, ben Grail says, "Bar or liquid soap for showering?" It's absolutely liquid soap. A li- a liquid, yes, liquid is is definitely better. I hate a bar of soap. I feel like all like chalky afterwards. I don't. I don't. I don't hate. You know what it is? There's pros and cons for both. If my ideal soap would be a bar of soap that squirts liquid. <laughs> okay. That would be the like ideal. Like a gusher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the fattest thing you've ever said. <laughs> that That's what I want now. Okay. I bought this fucking bar of soap years ago when I was just like a real shit dick hipster in like 2012 or whatever. It was PBR scented soap. Oh. But here's the thing. It didn't actually smell like PBR. It just kind of smelled like beer, but also like soap. But it was actually great. Mm. Um, so that was like the only bar soap I've ever enjoyed. But in general, no, I'm, I'm always liquid. Yeah, I'm more I'm more into I'm an old spice man. Y- you know what it is? The uh, yes, same. the uh, um, all the liquid soaps just smell so much better. Right. The bar soaps are so much fun to apply to your balls. The bar. <laughs> Are you going full bar on the nuts? Oh, full bar on everything, bro. All bars all the You're time. You're wiping the bar on yourself? Yeah. Okay, you don't use the washcloth? I mean, I do when I have roommates. Okay. I, y- 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 like, I have a little loofah or whatever. Right. No, I was never used. I was going prison rules. I was never touching anything that was anybody else's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, in, in general, like, yeah, if I'm not sharing a bathroom with someone, yeah, dude. Bar straight to the balls, straight to the butt. Feels pretty <laughs> I'm nice. You putting, like, putting it up your butt, like fully the bar, <laughs> and then just coughing it out your mouth, and it goes ching. <laughs> like you just scrubbed out your whole insides. Dude, I bet I I got a pretty tight sphincter. I bet I could shoot that bar so pretty <laughs> okay. far out my ass. All right, humble brag. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been uh, it's been pretty it's pretty pristine butthole. <sighs> Somebody's not celebrating Pride Month. It's it's uh, a it's a good butthole. I do shit blood too often though. That okay. is, <laughs> it might be too tight. <laughs> That's the thing I realize. Like, what a, you can't start with it's a good butthole and end with I shit blood. Well, I think it's my colon that's the problem. That's like I said sphincter. That's like if you were trying to buy a car and the dealer is just like, yeah, it gets great gas mileage. The paint job's real slick. It's got the little uh, the Bluetooth hookup for your phone. It is possessed by the ghost <laughs> of the people who crashed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the one problem. Like. You, you know, you know what happens when you you've been on psych meds for a long time is you forget that not everyone shits blood all the time. <laughs> I'm just picturing your trip to the children's library, <laughs> Tom Goss's new children's book. Everybody poops parentheses blood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been like I think it's been like a year since I've shit blood. Oh wow, that's the paper anniversary. <laughs> yeah. I remember there's like a six month run where it's all blood. <laughs> so, so, so what we've learned is that zero bars cure anal bleeding. <laughs> yeah, dude. So suck a dick. That YouTube show, dude. I want to punch those guys in the fucking forehead. <laughs> forehead is so specific. Forehead's disrespectful. Yeah. I say face. They're like, oh, he wants to do damage. Like a man. You know, his gut. And like, oh, he's some weird fucking abuser who knows not to hit the face. Right. You say forehead. You're like, he, he just doesn't care about me. Yeah. Or care for my. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to punch the part of me that formulates ideas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Scoundrel says Hawaiian shirts, yay or nay? Uh, I am I am yay Hawaiian shirt. However, I'm nay, but pro tiki torch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, that's why you keep getting booked at Old World. Uh, no, I'm I'm pro Hawaiian shirt, but there is a thin line between a good Hawaiian shirt and a bad Hawaiian shirt, and I don't really know how to explain it or articulate it. Mm-hmm. It's like do you know that old quote? It's uh, one of those things you just gotta ask a rock about. <laughs> you know that old quote from the Supreme Court about pornography, uh, where they're like, uh, "You know it when you see it." Like that's in like the ruling on what is and isn't pornography. Uh huh. I'm like, that's how that I feel was about their it. ruling. It's some line from some uh, judge who was on the case or whatever. Uh-huh. But that's my feeling on a good or a bad Hawaiian shirt. How do you keep a job after that's your assessment? Uh, <laughs> you get appointed for life. Because <laughs> yeah, America's fucking stupid. Uh... Uh, fucking Jay Holler says, piggyback up this, tie-dye, yay or nay. I'm actually wearing uh, the first tie-dye shirt I've owned since like 1999. Because uh, really? I bought it from a very funny comic named Heather Pasternak. It says, babes out, labes out. Yeah, super fucking funny. I yeah. don't know if she has shit online, but if she does, you guys should check it out. Yeah, follow her on Instagram and shit. Uh, I don't know if she sells the shirts online, but if you go to one of her shows, she sells them at that. But uh, tie-dye, uh, very similar vibe. I was anti-tie-dye for a long time, other than I had a pretty sick Darth Maul tie-dye shirt <laughs> when I was a kid. That you know what? Just so I, people knew, like, hey, I'm 12, but I fuck. I I changed my mind. I'm pro rock. I'm on Jordan's <laughs> side. She should not ask your advice on anything. Okay, <laughs> you've you've been fucking you you banged the socks and sandals drum on this show before. I can't have tie dye. Oh no 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 no! I like tie dye. I okay. used to wear a lot of tie dye. Is it the Darth Maul one? It was the Darth Maul tie dye that made me want to punch you out. in the I was forehead. Twelve years old. Okay, I, for what? No, I didn't buy it like recently. Look, when that movie came out, I had a Jar Jar Binks mask. Okay, that is less offensive to me <laughs> than a Darth Maul tie dye. Offensive to you, perhaps. <laughs> Other people may be more offended. I'm yeah. I actually, I want to go tie dyeing. Yeah? Yeah. You're pro tie-dye? Oh, I, I, I've always been pro, pro tie-dye. Yeah, I'm, I like it. I like, like this, the, the shirt that I got from Heather is good because it's like sort of a one-color tie-dye. The whole rainbow look I can't really get behind. Honestly, like a two-color tie-dye, like a, like a <laughs> green and red tie-dye would be sick. I'm seeing if I can find this Darth Maul tie-dye shirt because it was pretty sick. I, there's no way that's what it is. We're going to find out. Yeah. A, a one or two color. The rainbow tie dye. It's too fucking half baked. Uh, like, you, 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 you. oh no, that's not it. That that's fucking awful. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm be, uh, you understand? I'm being sarcastic, right? I don't care what you're being. You no, had this shirt. I can't find the one I had. These are rough, man. Yeah, I mean, 1999 was a bad time to buy anything. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I actually don't see the one that I had. I remember it was red. Look, it was um, like it was like this, but better. I don't. It was also wasn't actually good. I'm fucking joking. That one, it might have been that one. Yeah, I got to be really real with you. I have no sense of humor about this. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't realize I stumbled over such a fucking touchy. Yeah, th- th- this is this is this. Well, it's all, you know what. Once again, not to uh, here I go on another consumerist rant. Tie dye was like uh, like came from a. Uh, uh, like an anti-establishment culture, <laughs> right? Seeing Darth Maul slapped onto well, a tie-dye. So did Star Wars. Um, the original Star Wars. How so? He, it was, I mean, he he was like a an independent filmmaker, uh, and that thing was like started as his weird project where he was putting all this like Buddhist philosophy and like Eastern uh, ideas, and it was like sort of a. Uh, a rumination on the Vietnam War and the idea of peace over, like, militarism. 
So, mm-hmm. like the tie-dye shirt, both of those things kind of got fucked over in the long run. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> we'll move on with this. You seem genuinely upset. <laughs> uh, Mineta says, uh, my, my friend uh, got me really into Letterkenny recently. What's a show someone really got you into and why? Um... I mean, Jordan got me into Letterkenny during the fucking uh, the pandemic. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm I stopped uh, like I think it was like season like seven or eight. It got really shitty. So I checked out, but I might try and catch up at some point. I want to watch Shorzy, though. I've heard that's good. Yeah, I think the the most recent show that a friend like got me into. It, I mean, it wasn't recently, but I I. I Keith knows this. Uh, my our my our friend Spencer Gaspar, former roommate, got me into Barry when only a couple episodes were out. Right, and uh, yeah, it it's it's definitely my favorite. But it's just dark and fucking funny and awkward in a way that isn't. It's so fucking good, dude. You Tom loves Barry so much, and like I like that show a lot. But the new season is going, and you are so excited about it. And I haven't been able to... I can't watch it without Jordan, because that's like a thing we're watching together. And it's just... I've been busy the past couple weeks, so we haven't had a chance to catch up. And every time you and I run into each other anywhere over the past two weeks, be like, you've seen Barry? And you're like, I'm like, no. And then it's just, we kind of stand there silently for five minutes, because you're like, well, why would I talk about shit that's not Barry? (laughs) Like, I'm not going to spoil it, but also, like, I don't want to hear about other stuff. I just open it... What, do I want to hear about rocks? Well, it's... Yeah. Forgive me for not wanting to ask the divining rod about Barry. <laughs> what uh, if the rock <laughs> spoiled Barry? <laughs> she just puts it on a piece of paper and it just goes, Henry Winkler dies. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, uh, yeah, no, I've, well, it's just like, I, I've never watched a show week to week and have been in, like, I, I'm kind of a binge guy. Uh, right. So it's very frustrating, like, being around other people and being like, is anyone has anyone else anyone else seen the like when I when I caught up on Breaking Bad, all the episodes were out. Right. So I could just start talking to people about Breaking Bad and I was just like, Oh yeah, I know ex- like I didn't have to worry about spoiling anything or anything right. like that. When it's like week to week, I'm like, and also this is not as popular as Breaking Bad. So I to the point where I had to post online is anyone else caught up on this show? Because I need to just nerd out about theories I have and ask people other people's opinions about shit. Right. And uh, I'm glad I did. I might be doing that. That's actually my even better than hanging out with you at a show. <laughs> I, might, I might have a watch party for Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be there. Yeah, you're not caught up. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca- shame, shame, ah. shame, shame. Uh, Rebecca Golan says, uh, you have a new podcast since when? So we're doing a great job marketing this show. Who is this? Uh, my friend Rebecca. Nice. Uh, you have a friend named Rebecca. I do. Uh, Ishpal Sadu, a friend of the show, yeah. says, uh, if Tom were gay, would he be a top, a bottom, or a power bottom? I think Tom is a, a powerless top. <laughs> kind of where I put him. <laughs> the, the, the terminology, you're a service top. I'm a no-spin queen. You are a service top. You're effectively being dommed by the person you're fucking. It's like, you're going to fuck me, but just because I want to get fucked. It's not about you. It's about me. You work for me. That's how I'd fuck? That's how I think you'd fuck. That's I'd how be, I imagine wait, you fuck women. I'd be the worker or the or the. You're boss. the worker, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're in the coal mine of that ass. Uh, all right. Okay, yeah, I, I could, I could, I could yeah, do you that. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're a serviceman. You like helping people out. Yeah, yeah. Also, how dare you? I go buck wild sometimes when I be fucking. <laughs> I believe you. I haven't been there. Yeah. 
I go buck wild. I go positively butt nasty, good yeah. sir. Uh, I pull up uh, the I make, quote, kid. that shit cray. <laughs> End quote. I be clapping cheeks. Uh, Luke Hamilton says, uh, Tom, what are the steps a person can take to achieve true self-expression through their chosen art? Keith, do you like ponies? <laughs> I am ambivalent towards ponies. I cannot think about ponies without thinking about a photo of me when I was like 10 years old. Fucking a pony. I am a, I'm a very fat kid. I am wearing entirely too short of shorts, <laughs> and I am riding on what appears to be a very stressed out pony. And it's the the mo- exact moment I was too fat for a pony ride, <laughs> and it makes me sad every time I see it. Um, it, the question was, how do you? Uh, what are the steps a person can take to achieve true self expression through their chosen art? I think part of I think part uh, uh, this, this is a, this is a very good challenging question. I think part of it is not focusing on that, right? Um, I think that's step one is no longer being attached to people's and your not even other people's. No longer being attached to your own perception on what you are creating. Right. Is this to this? Is this to that? Is this to whatever? I think, two, you have to reach a level of catharsis uh, that was born that, that was born out of the desire to create art. Right. Uh, and g- giving that some sort of, it doesn't have to be full catharsis, but some sort of like, okay, there is relief from creation. And uh, three, make money. No, that's all interesting. That's actually yeah. very deep. Three, three is actually was just like I'm like uh, being serious, but yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, the first two I think that's that's uh, uh, you know I think the biggest. I mean, we always uh, I think people a lot of times are like, well, I don't want to make this or that because other people might think this or that, or will people like it? I think removing that or removing whether or not you like it and just making an honest connection to what might make you feel cathartic, because um, usually. I don't think you have to be in constant pain to make good art, but a lot of art is born, like, a lot of the artist mentality is right. born out of pain. I think trying to re-dive into that is toxic, but I think most people have some sort of hole that they're trying to f- fill or some sort of scar that they're trying to heal. Totally. Um, so I think that that needs to be addressed in one way or another, whether or not it is fully healing it or fully whatever and um not caring about other people's reactions yeah no and i think just to jump on that if you put like a little hat on the pony (laughs) (laughs) then it'll look like it's going to a birthday party for small horses and i would enjoy that very much Uh what would they give each other how would they wrap the presents the only true art is when you put the tail on the pony (laughs) (laughs) here's here's the problem and i feel like such a shithead Uh but i i knew immediately what that bit was gonna be where i was gonna let you go as long as you wanted to go very sincerely and then i was gonna just do the pony in a hat thing uh-huh. and the problem is i spent a lot of what you just said thinking about how funny it was going to be when i said the pony in a hat thing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess i'm gonna have to listen back to this episode to intake what you just said because it was probably smarter than anything i've ever thought about comedy i i, I mean yeah probably not i think you're <laughs> overestimating what i just said <laughs> uh grant boobar says uh thoughts on the obi-wan show new star wars news have you watched that obi-wan kenobi show uh i watched my mom watch it it sounds like you're burning yourself. Like, I <laughs> well, Please. I was eating a sandwich. Your mom watches Disney Plus. <laughs> My mom watched. That that was I forgot about that. In middle school and high school, whenever someone would say something, me like. Uh, you're fucking gross. I'm like, my mom's gross. It was my oh, favorite. Oh, you aiming at yourself? Yeah. <laughs> it was... Hey, man, it, it works for some of us. Yeah. 
But uh, um, uh, I love my mom, by the way. Don't don't talk. I'm about ambivalent her. towards her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. Um, and your mom loves me. Yeah, no, I meant I mean I'm ambivalent towards your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um uh it seemed actually it seemed interesting. I was having too much fun. Uh whenever the bad guy would pop up, my mom would just be like, He's so gross. <laughs> and then a protagonist would pop up like, He's nice. Yeah. And then the bad guy would show up, He's so gross. And then like just on repeat. And then the the big bad guy was talking to I, I don't I I just watched a couple of scenes with my mom. Right. Uh, the big bad guy was talking to uh, um, uh, the uh, uh, the black w- woman who he he works for him. I haven't I haven't seen a second of the yeah, show. Yeah, no, is that the one who everyone is being racist at online? I have no idea. Oh, dude, it's a whole thing where it's like two days after it came out, like Ewan McGregor had to share a video on the Star Wars Twitter that's just like stop being fucking racist. Oh Jesus. Uh, it just happens anytime if you dare be not Lando or white, like in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, but but she she's she and him say something to each other, and my mom goes, she knows him. <laughs> like she could They're have, friends. Yeah, it was very funny. My mom, a couple glasses of wine deep, just <laughs> just assessing who she thought was gross and who she liked. You know what's funny is like I've 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 been on record that I'm kind of Star Wars agnostic at this point, like post fucking Rise of Skywalker, where I don't really get like I I didn't watch the Mandalorian. I didn't watch the fucking Mandalorian uh, was good. I'm sure it was. I didn't watch Book of Boba Fett. I I, I haven't watched any of the new shit. But like I would kind Boba of that's my favorite kind of tea. But I would watch the whole season of Obi Wan Kenobi if I could watch it drinking wine with your mom. Honestly, <laughs> that actually sounds delightful. Honestly, it would probably be. Dude, be, that's our that's our spinoff series. To Jordan watches a store a Star Wars. Oh yeah, we get Jordan, me, you, and my mom, and it becomes a wine party. Yeah, we all just house a fucking box of Franzia and just. We we would have to watch it live though because my mom won't remember anything. Th- Thirty seconds, like she doesn't. Right. You know how Jordan sometimes does misses major plot points, but usually she's playing it up a little bit comedically. Yeah, hundred percent. My mom genuinely misses. <laughs> oh, I, I don't doubt that. For a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, quick plug. Uh, that was Grant Bubar who uh, asked that question. Uh, Grant's a drummer in a fucking sick band uh, called Sad Park, and they're playing in L.A. I wanted to plug this. Uh, if you are in L.A., June twenty third. Let me make sure I have that right. Yes, June twenty third. Uh, fucking go to the Echo. Go see That's Sad Park. Almost June twenty fourth. Yeah, I. Uh, if I'm not doing anything, I actually am going to try and go to that show. Uh, Parker Newman said uh, his last one. Sorry for the super serious question. Uh, do you feel like psych hospital visits were super traumatic and made you feel worse? I assume that is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think here here's. I'd say should have closed on this one. <laughs> No, I think this I'm is... I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I think... I, well, I, look, I think it would be a weirder episode if we opened with it. Right. Um, here's what the hospitals did. They kept me alive. Right. So that's the most important thing. If it weren't for them, I would be dead right now. Uh, I don't, Like, if you are ever in a might-die situation, whether it's a psych hospital, the ICU, the ER, but all three... They're all kind of traumatic because that's where you go when where you have trauma. Right. You have lost a certain level of control. You've lost a certain level of, you know, agency, and you need help regaining that. And a lot of time, that is a painful thing. However, 
I think that it is a necessary thing if you feel like you have a if you're if your life is in danger, that's where you should go. If you're worried about dying, that's where you should go. I think a lot of people conflate the idea of a mental hospital. That's where you grow and improve. Right. They kind of think of it like it's therapy almost. And yeah, the hospital is where you go to not die. If you are a threat to yourself, that's where you go. Whether it is you're too fucked up to take care of yourself, whether or not you are having in you know uh, intrusive thoughts about other people that you need. You, you're afraid of yourself. Even if you never act on them, you, you need to just, you need to be in a place where you're being watched. That's where you go. If you are thinking about hurting yourself, that's where you go. That's where you go to not die. And overall, uh, good or bad, the overall hospital, even the worst hospital, they're going to be good at that, making sure you don't die. Right. Can, can you be traumatized? Or, yeah, yeah, absolutely, because usually... If you're at a point where you need to go, you're, you're probably kind of being traumatized either way. Yeah, I mean, there's no, it's not like, well, if I didn't go to the hospital, I would have just been crazy and it would have been awesome. Like, yeah, you know, and that that's the thing is like, if you're if you're in that situation, there's there's going to probably be some trauma regardless of what happens. Right. You're, so the, you're past the stop trauma from happening point. Yeah. This is mitigating the actual consequences that are going to come along with it. Yeah. And and for that, you know, if if anyone is at a place where they think they are a legit threat to themselves or enabled to take care of themselves or there's someone else that is you see that is enabled to take care of themselves, they, they got to go to a hospital. Right. And yeah, no, like, can there be trauma? Yeah. Like, I'd be lying if I said no. Yeah, no, I mean, I know just from knowing you and talking about stuff, you you went through a lot of trauma. Yeah, and I will also say, like, I've had a very, a very, um, it's funny how people react to this, very relieving moment for me was talking to someone who works in psych today, talking to me, like, we, we there was a friend of mine, we got in a lot of arguments about it, and, and talking about certain shit I had to go through and went through, Hearing that they are like wildly illegal now uh, was actually a great thing, and it's a great thing for this reason. It means that they are constantly working and improving and trying to make the system better. Right. It's a flawed system just like every other system, every other thing. Is it flawed? Yes. They do a good job making sure you don't die. And so if you need help making sure you don't die, you should check it. Talk to, you know, if you have a therapist, talk to your therapist first. Um, or a psychiatrist, but yeah, you should maybe check into a hospital and they will help you make sure you don't, you don't die. And you should do commercials for mental hospitals. Cause that's honestly the best pitch I've heard for it. Yeah. If yeah. If you want to not die. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's what the hospital is for. There's a reason. Yeah. yeah you know, uh, you could need urgent care where you're not, your life's not at, uh, like at a risk, but you right. still need urgent care. It's the same thing, you know, it's the same thing. But you go to the hospital when you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be okay. Right. You go to the ER when you're like, I'm, this is, this is a major, this is like a now thing, yeah. you know. So that should be the perspective on hospitals. And I know that's not, I've, it's a, a very, I get very frustrated from media uh, portrayals of mental hospitals because they're usually one of two things. They're either this weird fucking horror movie, you know, uh, depiction of a mental hospital or they're this weird like 
Beatles song come together, like musical <laughs> bullshit. Right. And uh, neither neither is accurate. No, it's it, we should keep our focus on what mental hospitals are really there to do, which is to attempt and fail to rehabilitate Batman films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are merely holding facilities for poison ivy and her ilk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you or someone you love is exhibiting symptoms of trying to take down the bat. Yeah. Yeah, no, they will not. You will not go in and. Like, when you get out, life is not going to be easier which i think a lot of people think i think they're like okay well i go to the mental hospital and i'll have this like weird like it's kind of a funny story like come to jesus but in my head moment right it's you're not gonna have that what you will have is a little bit of a reset button you will you will they will you will be there until you or you should be there until you don't you aren't like okay this is we're at red tier might die right we're at a yellow and it's up to me to finish cleaning up my life and figuring out the tools I need to, to get that done. Right. Um, a mental hospital is a great alternative to suicide. Well, that's the show for the week. <laughs> <laughs> it feels uh, rude to riff on that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, but yeah, so. Yeah, no, that's, I, 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 all joking aside, that is like, yeah, everything you just said. Very smart. Yeah. Also, just to to add to it, now if the ponies all like try to pin <laughs> the like butt cheeks on the human, like yeah. how it, you play pin the tail on a donkey at a people party, I mean that's just good fun, <laughs> right? I will also say there it is worth looking into if you, it is not a fifty one fifty like alarm ringing situation. Figure out with your insurance, figure out with the options that are nearby, the best hospital that you possibly get to. And even then, you could show up, they're like, beds are full, you gotta go to a different place, it's shittier. Right. Uh, that m- might happen, but like, the the um, the quality of the hospital is very, very, very much range. Right. And some of the shittier ones, I've definitely gotten some pretty... I've gotten shittier care at the shittier ones, uh, and I've gotten better care at the better ones. And uh, but at the end of the day, go if you need to go, go either way because it's designed for one thing, and that's for you to not die. And I've repeated that nine, nine times, so we should probably end the show. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Yeah, uh, you got anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, uh, uh, mental hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're here. They're near. They're great for when you're in fear. Uh, Monday, I will be at uh, Wrigley Coffee in Long Beach, 8 o'clock. Uh, Thursday, I will be at the Comedy Store at 8 o'clock in the Belly Room for uh, a new show. It's like a weird game show where, like, you take audience members and you try and make them laugh when they don't want to laugh. I don't. I have no idea how it's going to go. But oh, it's so from- an open mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great excuse to bomb, but that's uh, the same guys who started uh, Historical Roast are starting that. It's an Eddie Firth joint. Oh, so That I might like be them. fun. Yeah. Uh, and then Friday, I will be at the Yard Theater in L.A. with uh, Eliza Skinner. Oh, that shows a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, that's it. Later, America. Fuckers.